Okay, we are in the middle of the Mimer and Parshas Vayakel, Daf Peiches on the top right hand side. The Alter Rebbe has asked the question: Why is it that when Hashem gives the instruction, He first tells them about the Mishkan and then about Shabbos, and when Moshe gives the instruction in Vayakel, He first tells them about Shabbos and then He get about the Mishkan? So we explained that on Shabbos there is an extra level of a neshama, which represents a level of connection with Hashem that is higher even than logic. So we say that since the Ratzon Hatachte, the Ratzon of Hashem down here in this world, even though it is lower than the Ratzon Elya in the essential level of godliness, nevertheless, it is a tool for the revelation of that Ratzon, and it should be embedded within it, it should be unified with it. And when is that? That we experience specifically on Shabbos, and regarding which it says that Shabbos Shabbosoin Lahavayim. That means, why does it say Shabbos Shabbosoin or Shabbos of Shabbos? Why two? Because it's both levels of Hashem's desire that are unified as one, and they become literally as one. And that's the term, Shabbos Lehavaya. That is, that the name of Havaya, the Yud, which is Chachma and Shabbos, which is the Shabbos Lashem, that reveals this higher level of Ratzai. That's higher either, even than the name of Havaya. And this is what it means when it says, Kikel Deis Havaya, God of knowledge is Havaya. What is knowledge is, De Ois, why two? One is the higher and one is the lower. That means that Das is the passion and desire. It's all connected as one. Like we say, only within you do I know you from all of the families. That is, that the intent is that I have chosen you and I desire you. I chose you to be my special nation. Because this idea of Das, that I have known you, is the idea of awareness that there's this absolute disconnection, this connection that brings the person to desire so too, like what it says, that Adam knew Chava, that they became absolutely unified. And this idea of the God of knowledge is, Deus, that is, the unification of both levels, the two levels of Ratzon. And that is this quality called the Shabbos of Shabbos is of the Shem Hashem. And it is also that Hashem is the Kel Deus, the God of knowledge is, that it unifies these two ideas. The higher level of Ratzon, that is the Anchachma, that radiates within the lower level. This is the idea of the additional neshama that we have on Shabbos, which is a revelation of God's desire from this quality called Yechida. And that's why it is called Nishmas Kol Chai. Like we say, he satiates Masfiya, all living their desire. That is, that the revelation of this high level of Ratzayin is drawn down into the level called Kol Chai, all that is living. And from there, it is drawn down to be a Ratzayin for those who revere him that they should uh, uh, re- they should reveal this quality of his Ratzai. Uh, Next paragraph, still on the right-hand side of that Pechas. Now, when we express this higher level of Ratzai that should be invested in the, quote, lower level, which is specifically on Shabbos, then we also bring that all the six workdays. When we a person was in the le- that level, <clears throat> that is usually associated with the, quote, le- lower level of Ratzai, the more pedestrian, will now be associated with that higher level. The revelation of this is specifically when he domines during the week. That is, even though it's the weekday, still he arouses at that moment this passion and love for Hashem, which is a little taste of Shabbos, even on the weekdays. Like it says, in the days when he domines with this greater impact that has on those days, and therefore he can radiate even on a weekday from this lower, this higher level of Ratzayim. As is explained in other places in this idea that when we bring the quality of Shabbos, into the ordinary weekdays. However, we have to prepare ourselves through this addition that we add in our nefesh, through our thought, speech, and action in Torah mitzvahs, which are 
the kalim, the vessels to receive this level of nefshuach and neshama, as we will explain, using the image of the seven branches of the menorah that through Torah and mitzvahs, we will draw down this revelation of this uh, higher level of Ratzon, sort of that purer level, in contrast to the more pedestrian level. And this is the idea that we have chulin, ordinary activities, that yet are done al-tadas ha-kodesh, in the sanctified way. That is, even in a weekday, we can have a, an insight into Shabbos, a taste of Shabbos. Now, the davening in the weekday is this form of uh, union between Shabbos and weekdays that bring down this higher level, this sort of pure level of Ratzai, even into our, that, that is ordinarily uh, evident to us, accessible to us, only on Shabbos becomes accessible to us through the davening on a weekday. Therefore, our tefillah davening is compared to a ladder, like the image in Yaakov's dream, when you had the ladder that was fixed in the earth and its head reached to the heavens, that just like a ladder is an access point to go up and down from below to above. That is, you can go from the ground to the roof, and you can bring down from the roof to, to the ground. Similarly, davening is comparable to a ladder. That through davening, the neshama is elevated above the levels that it would otherwise never be able to reach. Higher and higher, that is, when we cry out from the depths of our heart to the total expert, kalesa nefesh, which is the elevation of our character, like the feminine quality approaching the masculine quality, to level after level to the highest of levels to be subsumed within the infinite light of Hashem. And it also has the capacity to bring down from above to below, that is, that once we've come up to the highest of highest levels and we reach that innate rutsa, that higher level of rutsa, and this arouses and it draws down that it should be invested within all of the levels from above to below into the Ratz and Hatachlein, that is the tangible behavior that it should spread out throughout the six weekdays. And this is what it, why it tells us in that dream that the angels of Hashem were going up and going down because you have both levels. <clears throat> you have the level of going up from below and you have the level of going down from above. We're on the top left-hand column of Dach Peches still. That is, that in the quality of davening, when we connect these ideas of shops with the six weekdays, it should radiate this innate level of Ratzin. What we're calling the Ratzin Elyon on Shabbos throughout the six weekdays, that it should be chulin, ordinary days, that are conducted al-tadas in a sanctified way. That is, through this elevation of going up and down. And then the author brings a series of sources that support this idea. Next paragraph. Now, through Torah, we draw down Hashem's innate desire, that it should be invested within the ordinary, because Torah is comparable to the innate desire, the Ratzin Elyon, that even though Torah comes from Chachma, but Chachma is the revelation from Chachma. That is, now we know what it is that Hashem is, but what is it that's behind even that Chachma? That's the Ratzin Elyon, because the 613 Torah mitzvahs with the seven rabbinic mitzvahs equal to 620, which is the gematria of Kesser, which sits on top of the head. So Torah is Chachma, Chachma is in the head, and Ratzain is Kesser, sits on top of the head. And it is invested within the Midas of Chesed, Gevur and Teferis of Atzilis. From Chesed, we have leniencies to allow things to be permitted and people to be exonerated. From Gevur, we have restriction to be Machmir. And so, and in the, the Midas down here, which are under the auspices of Chachma, we have the idea of Torah that is drawn down, draws down the Ratzin, which again, like the crown, it sits on top of the head, that is higher, that it should be down here into this physical world, and it should invest itself and be the life source of the character. 
And this hamshach is through Torah, which can only be brought down when we preface it with davening which again is that level of the ladder that brings us up from below and specifically through the characteristic of Shabbos, which the word Shabbos is the same letters as the word for Teshev return, that is the elevation of the, quote, lower Ratzon into the, quote, higher Ratzon and the bringing down of the higher Ratzon into the lower Ratzon. And this is like this Arusa de la Sata, the stimulus that comes through which we are able to draw out through Torah Mitzvahs from above to below, as we will explain. Now, Torah parallels the utensils in the Mishkan, the menorah and the Shulchan, and certainly the Aaron, in which they place the Luchais, literally. <clears throat> but the Aaron is a level that was only in the Beis HaMikdash and the Holy of Holies, like Torah is in its origin. And the menorah that was out in the Holy, in the Heichal, is like the revelation of Torah through Midas. And this is why it says in Torah, her mouth is open with wisdom. And the Torah of kindness is on her tongue. That is, Chachma and Chesed are Torah, which is the expression of Hashem's Chachma. And this is the characteristic embodied in and represented by the Amr that is invested within the Midas, which is, again, the characteristic of Chesed. And this is the idea of the menorah that was in the South, because the South represents Chesed. Now, just like in the menorah they would light uh, the candle, there was light. Torah is also called light. And the light of Torah is, as it says, the light of wisdom radiates a face. Like I, it says in the Gemara, that Chachma is in Seder of Kachim, because when we learn about Kachim, we arouse and we draw out this highest level of Chachma. That should be a Chachma that radiates and lights up a person's face. <clears throat> and it lights up our face, it lights up Hashem's face. That just like when a person has a new insight, his whole face brightens. Like the story about Rabbi Vol, that when he found a new Tosefta, he became all impassioned and enthusiastic. And this is because there is an expression of this great desire that is revealed and invested within this new idea. And it's drawn down even into the person's literal uh, facial expression. So his face lights up. Similarly, when we engage in Torah, we draw down this light, this pleasure that should radiate within us, this level of chachmila, this whole brand new light that comes from the essence of Hashem that is invested within the wisdom of Torah. Now, this is what it means, or Hashem, Hashem will radiate his face, which is comparable to the light of the menorah, through which we understand that the seven branches of the menorah, you have the middle shaft, which is the essentially the body of the menorah. And then three branches shooting out from each side. And these three branches also have a kato, which is a sort of a button shape that holds them together under the two um, uh, branches. Now, <clears throat> the spot from whence, whence the branch shoots off of the central shaft, one on each side. Remember, it's shaped like V's through a center shaft. Uh, you have this fastener, this sort of button that holds it together, the branch to the center shaft. And so too, under the, them, there is another one and a third one and so on. Now, what does this image represent? This is the idea of Torah that is both the written Torah and the oral Torah. And now we explain. So the six branches that come off the center branch, those represent the six orders of the Mishnah that come off the central branch. In the top of the next page, that which is like Why? Because everything is learned from the written Torah. 
So it's like the Gemara will ask, why does the Pusik say this? And so, so Torah Shabal Peh, the oral Torah, is like the offshooting branches of the menorah, because it is the offshoot and the expression and the manifestation of the center branch, the, the written Torah, just like the six branches that come off. And what is the copper, that connecting piece that holds it together, that is holds the branches to the shaft? This is the expression from the giver to the recipient that has to be through a arousal from below, Sarusa de la Sata, from the recipient who approaches the mashpia and requests some form of expression, that through this, the mashpia is so stimulated to express himself. And this is the dynamic of the feminine and the master. Similarly, in the connection between the written Torah and the oral Torah, we have these two levels. For as we know, the written Torah is described as Moiser, the tradition of Yichav, your father. That is, it's the masculine quality, the giver. And Torah Shabal is called Torahs Imecha, the teachings of your mother, which is the feminine quality, the recipient, because Torah Shabal is where it, it, the Torah Shabal is fully developed, just like in the development of a child. So you have the quality where when the feminine approaches the masculine, it thus stimulates the masculine to be giving. And this is the idea of those fasteners that are under the two kanim, the two branches, where they meet up with the center shaft, that this is the unification of the feminine, the masculine, the stimulus from the recipient to the benefactor. And therefore, there is a doubled light there, just like when you knot two items together the, 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 the spot where they are joined has to be extra thick, from uh, uh, more uh, strong, stronger and thicker than any other spot in the menorah, because that's where you join together the benefactor and the beneficiary, the mashbi and the makabal. And this is what's called the kshirin, the knot, just like a knot between two strings in the spot where the two are knotted together. It is thicker, because there you are knotting two ideas together. Similarly, in the table in the Pesach Migdash, which also alludes to Torah, because they place the showbreads on top of it, and Torah is also referred to as bread, um, because it is sustenance for the soul, that it draws down this essential cons- aspect of Chachma. And it becomes part of your very being, just like when you eat bread, it becomes part of you. And therefore, it, be- it sustains you, just like bread sustains the body, Torah sustains the Neshama, so to above. The Yidin are sustained in this way from the investiture of the infinity of Hashem, which is accessed through Chachmila. Mitzvahs are called the garments, and they surround the soul. Uh, they are not embedded within the person, as we spoke about earlier in the Mimer. It's rather a level of godliness that encases the person from head to toe, like the tapestries that lay over the Mishkan. Uh, that's why we find that there are seven different ingredients to the tapestries and so on, as we discussed earlier. Next paragraph in the bottom right-hand side, based on all this, we understand the concept of the Urias, the tapestries, and the furnishing of the Mishka, which represent Torah mitzvahs, as we explained, that Shabbos, we have this additional level of the Neshama, which is the unification of the essential ruts and the ruts and the Elyon within the practical Ratzon, the Ratzon to which we can understand properly the connection between the instruction of the mitzvah of Shabbos and why it is paired up with the mitzvah of the building of the Mishkan, like we said back in Pashas Kisisa. However, when he interrupts the building of the Mishkan and says, you should make sure to 
observed Shabbos, and when Moshe Rabbeinu repeats it in Vayakel, he first introduces the mitzvah of Shabbos. Prior to the mitzvah of the Mishkan, he turns it around, which is the essential question we asked in the beginning of the Mimer, that when Hashem told us about it, he first told us about the Mishkan and then about Shabbos. And in Vayakel, Moshe tells us first about Shabbos and then about the Mishkan, and the idea being that sin through Torah mitzvahs, we draw down both that which surrounds us, like we might call it the cultural level, and the personalized level, that which is the pnimi, the makim and the pnimi, which are the garments which become the sustenance of the soul, that there should be a revelation of godliness within us in a personalized sense through Torah and through the makif of mitzvahs. However, since a person down here is a guf gashmi, he's a physical being, and he cannot innately reach the essential rutzen, the rutzen elyon that is beyond anything of this world, to bring it down here. So what does he first need? He first needs to approach Hashem. He needs to elevate himself to Hashem and request that kind of rutz and elyon. And that kind of elevation, which is the quality of Shabbos, Shabbos is described again as the same letters as Toshav to return the elevation of the world from below to above to the highest of highest levels, which is the Ruts and Elyon, the divine will that is revealed specifically at Mincha on Shabbos, like it says, and now my prayer to you, Hashem, at this auspicious time. And so too within the person, there is this elevation when he real when he reveals this idea that he has this extra Nisham on Shabbos. And then he expresses, expresses this radiance throughout the days of the week through davening. And again, davening is that opportunity to have a Shabbos experience during the weekday. And this is why davening is referred to as a ladder that it can then draw down through his Torah mitzvahs, this revelation of godliness. But if he doesn't have that introduction through Shabbos, he cannot have it. Just like if a person says, all I have is Torah, he won't even have Torah if he doesn't have the introduction of Shabbos and davening. So now we can answer our question. Why is it that when Moshe Rabbeinu instructed the Jewish people about the building of the Mishkan, he prefaced it with the commandment about not to build it on Shabbos. And then he told them about building the tapestries from the Mishkan, which is that which surrounds us through mitzvahs. And only then the kalim of the Mishkan, the furnishings of the Mishkan, which is the more personal level. And the idea being that everything that is drawn down from above to below begins with the general expressive the sort of cultural shift, and then it becomes very particular and specific. <clears throat> and that which remains in the Makif, and that's why Moshe first spoke about the Uriahs, the tapestries, and then the furnishings, and this is what our, uh, the Gemara tells us, that if a person reads the Shema, but he doesn't have to fill it on, it's as if he's testifying that his, about his own falseness. Because tefillin are the parshas of Shman Bahayim Shamaya, which is the quality of makif that is just setting the general tone. And in Krishma, when we say Yachod, that Hashem is one, and we love Hashem, which is the revelation of that. And therefore, there first has to be that general awareness. And then the personalization. So if a person reads the Shema, which is the personalization without the tefillin, which is the generalization to bring it, the panimi without the makif, he's testified to something which is false. We're on the left-hand side. New paragraph, and this is the whole process of how a person serves Hashem. And this is why Moshe Rabbeinu told the Jewish people in Parshas Vayakeh. However, originally, the way it was drawn down to us from above to below by Hashem, it was first the Kalim, first the furnishings, and then the character, the Yeriyos, the tapestries, and then Shabbos, because when it's coming down from Hashem in the world, first has to be this intense tzimtzum. 
that there can be a, re a revelation, even if it's just a tiny bit that can come into this world, that the world can deal with it and not be overwhelmed by it, not become Batul and Matthias. And this revelation is suggested in the furnishings of the Mishkan, which are very specific. And then there could be a drawing down of something that is more all-encompassing, that is greater, which is called Makif and Sebeb, and that's the tapestries. And that's why, back in Pastor's Truman, the Tzav, when Hashem is instructing to Moshe Rabbeinu about the Mishkan and Shabbos, he first starts with the furnishings, which are very personal. Then he goes to the Uriyas, which are the tapestries, which are more sort of the collective uh, Makif cultural quality. And then we have the process that we go from above to below. And then we have Shabbos only in Parshish Kisisa because the Kalim, the furnishings, and the tapestries, the Uriyas, they are the process of how it comes from above to below. And then when it's ultimately completed, you have the quality of Shabbos, which is the sense of rest that a person returns to his very identity. Like it says on Shabbos, we rest to our very identity, like a person who rests in this quality of elevating his koiches from that which is low to that which is high. Therefore, we have the, the mitzvah of Shabbos. And because you can't have Shabbos and you can't have this reflective light unless you first have the direct light, the manner through which it is brought down from above to below, through the furnishings and the tapestries. And then you can have the reflective light of Shabbos, which is not the way it is in the service of a person down here from below to above. That first there has to be this elevation that is, there has to be the level of Shabbos that we have to be brought up higher and higher. And only then can we draw down from, a, from above to below, that is, from Ratzin Elyon, that is revealed on Shabbos. And this level begins from the level of Makif. This, and then it becomes a Levush, that is, from the general until the person. That this is the idea of the Uriah HaMishkan, the tapestries of the Mishkan. And then you have the furnishings of the Mishkan. That is, you have the quality first of uh, Torah which is the broader wisdom of Hashem. And from there, you have the Midas of Chesed that are comparable to water. That just like water comes down from the high point of a mountaintop or from the sky. And it comes down the very same water onto the sidewalk. <laughs> and Torah is the same. It is the very same Torah down here. And this is why it says that her mouth is open with wisdom and the Torah of Chesed, of kindness, is on her tongue. The Torah is called Chesed because it is drawn down the Chachma from the highest level to the lowest. Like we said, that Chachman and Chesed are one and the same. And that is the quality called Torah and Gemilis Chassan. This concludes this mimer. There's now another mimer that begins on the bottom of this page uh, that, that begins with a quote from the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, you should take from them a truma gift to Hashem. All those whose heart impels them should bring a truma havaya. Not a gift to Hashem, but a gift Hashem. So the, the author Rebbe asks, what are these two trumas? One is lihavaya, and one is a trumas hava. Now, truma comes from the word remimis, uplifted. Like we say, remimcha, I uplift you, and truma is means to be separated out as truma. So to understand what is this uplifting, because we know that there are two levels in the shtalshness. There is the very particular, the mamalik kolam, and the very broad, the sevif kolam. The mamalik kolam is like a neshama that gives life to the body and invests within it to give it life in a manner that it is divided up between thought, spoken word, and deed, and is invested within the head and within each individual body part, that the highest, the life force that is in each body part matches its character, that is the general revelation of the neshama, the life force is in the, is in the brain. And from there, it is spread to each of the body parts according to its own level. In the manner in which <clears throat> it expresses, for example, the power of vision to the eye, 
and the power of hearing to the ear, and the power of crafting in the hands, the power of mobility to the feet, so that the light and life force that radiates within each of the body parts matches its tool, and so too in the brain, it radiates the general highest of godliness because it is the most sensitive to it, and therefore it can receive the most profound level of godliness, a revelation of seichel and machshava, which is not the case with the hands. Um, which can cannot receive this level. We're now on Daf Petas on the very top, um, and therefore they only can have the the power of crafting in the hands. They can't have the intellect that's in the brain because the tool, the physical tool, is not um, uh, 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 receptive to it. But it does have a greater dexterity than the power that's invested within the feet, which have quote only the power of mobility, and the hands can do more fine crafts and art, and they can write and so on, because the seichel, even though it can't be literally invested in the hand, it can be revealed through the medium of the hand, which is not the case with the power of mobility that's in the foot. It can't do that. Nevertheless, there's a virtue in the, in the quality of the foot that it can transport the head. And again, because the top and bottom are connected, that is, in the very, in the very sort of least, evidently, you have the whole profound illustration of the beginning. But it is still called the end, and it's, uh, the feet are called the end and not the hand, because the hand has a greater capacity for a revelation of the more subtle aspects of his existence. For example, that the hand can do the dexterity of writing and so forth. Why? Because it is drawn down into each uh, 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 limb according to its capacity. Okay, we'll stop here, which is the end of the first paragraph on the top of Daf Petas. Thank you.